Well, hello, this is Gary, and you're listening to Thinking Out Loud. On today's podcast, recorded May 10th, 2022, wanted to delve into some of the more, well, the shocking is kind of, that particular word over the last several years has kind of lost its meaning, but nonetheless, some of the more shocking revelations from the twilight of the, the Trump presidency that's just now fully coming to light. Some of this information that's coming to light could have been revealed over a year ago while Trump was still president, but some of his most senior advisors that are now revealing this information just chose to not reveal it at the time. And the biggest one is former Defense Secretary Donald Trump revealing that uh, during the Black Lives protest that was happening in D.C., that famous one where he uh, had his security force to fire tear gas at people so he could walk a couple blocks and hold the Bible upside down in front of a church that was closed because of corona. That particular incident, as horrifying as it was to see that on TV, a president of the United States of America ordering security personnel to fire tear gas on peaceful protesters so that he could walk a little ways and take a picture. Zero attempts at all to mingle with the people, to talk to the people at all, purely viewed them as sort of subjects to be ruled over. Again, as as horrifying as that was, what actually happened, Donald Trump's motivations and his his ideas on on how to handle the protesters, if you will, certainly had far more violent tendencies and desires uh, that thankfully were squelched and avoided by senior officials in the White House. It is commendable, I, I suppose, to a certain degree, that they chose not to heed his desires and start, you know, ordering active duty U.S. personnel to start firing upon American citizens. That is what Donald John Trump wanted U.S. military personnel to do. Yeah. He wanted them to start firing on American citizens who were exercising their right to free speech and their right to assemble. The things they were saying Donald Trump disagreed with so he felt he should be able to act violently towards them. And so the true nature of Donald Trump's violent tendencies are just just now being revealed. Again, we are lucky that Donald Trump is an extremely incompetent, lazy man, or else he could have very well succeeded in his violent tendencies and the goals that he wanted to achieve through violence. You know, and, and the, the sheer horror of it, thankfully we avoided. But, again, it it just kind of adds to the, the sheer mountain of evidence against Donald John Trump and the Republican Party. Why the Republican Party as well? Well, because they're the organization that picked him. The Republican Party is the organization that picked a famous con man by the name, by the name of Donald John Trump to be their nominee for President of the United States. 
He became president after he became in second place in the popular vote. There was an electoral college vote that took place a month after the people voted, and he won that. He won the electoral college after losing the popular vote. Nothing I'm stating right now is an opinion. Everything I'm stating so far is a fact. Donald John Trump lost the election in 2016 of the people. And then a month later, the Electoral College voters met and they picked Donald John Trump. That is what happened. However, yes, as it was being covered, as it was happening live, media presented it a little bit differently. There was some slight little teases that, yes, the Electoral College may or has the option to not pick, you know, the guy that's clearly unqualified to be. Why did so many pick people pick him? That's, you know, that, that that's a mystery that historians are going to be trying to solve for decades. You know, why did so many people pick that guy? What happened there? What happened to the organization that picked him? Why did they do it? Did they really feel they had no one else in their ranks that could represent the interests of the people? Was their organization's motivations and aspirations and legislative agenda so askew from the realities of the working class people that they, they just had to go with this sort of insane candidate? Because the only people that were going to buy their bullshit you know, were the people that were gobbling you know, Fox News every day. Why would any sensible person think that Donald John Trump, the famous con man guy who bankrupted six different companies, famous for that, bankrupting companies, being racist, sexist, and stupid, cheating on his wives, he had a cameo in Home Alone 2, a frequent guest of the Howard Stern Show, and then he became a game show host in the early 2000s. There you go. That's the Cliff Notes version of the Donald John Trump biography. It certainly reflects poorly on the organization that decided to pick him. But they are the organization that picked him, and they picked him twice. They decided that after he abused his power as president twice, that he should get a promotion. Yeah, they wanted to give him a promotion. He abused his power. They acknowledged this. They wanted to give him a promotion anyway. There are Republicans to this day, Republican candidates, who are running a campaign on, entirely almost, Donald Trump won the election in 2020. But he did not. So they're running a campaign on a bold-faced lie. The reason being, God bless them. God bless those hard-working conservative folk who genuinely think that Donald John Trump's an honest man of integrity. God bless them. Don't wish them any ill will. Don't have any hatred toward them or anything. But goodness gracious, there are still to this day, May of 2022, real live, living, breathing humans who genuinely think that Donald John Trump, the famous con man guy, is passionately fighting for working class interests. How do people get there? You know, and how do we undo it? You know, is the sheer volume of information that's coming out going to do anything? Donald Trump desired ordering active duty military personnel to fire upon American citizens. Just shoot them in the legs or something, he said. 
Is that enough? Does that sway people? Or do people start saying, yeah, the Black Lives Matter people, they would have deserved it. You know. They were saying some stuff that the pro-Trump crowd disagrees with. So you should be able to act violently towards them. Kyle Rittenhouse murdered two people, but he murdered two people that were Black Lives Matter protesters. So that means it's okay or something. You know, we're in a weird state, you know. Still to this day, two organizations, and one of the organizations, the guy that they picked was a con man prior to being president. At the time he was running for president, the first time, he was a game show host, a tabloid celebrity. Again, nothing I've stated so far is an opinion. That's, that's the most frustrating part about the whole thing. You know, there's too many people that they, they get a certain glee and joy out of sticking it to the liberals or whatever the heck, whatever that means. So it ends up creating weird bedfellows and then weird enemies with people that should not be an enemy. Like people who go to church every Sunday and then they view me as an enemy because I'm a Christian. Does that seem odd? Does that seem off? You know, why are people who claim to be a Christian viewing me as an enemy? Because I'm a Christian. That doesn't make any sense. There's something off about it. Why am I pro-health care as a right, education as a right? Because I'm a Christian. That's what you're supposed to be. Help cure the sick. Feed the hungry. It's kind of basic, basic stuff. Clothe the unclothed. Do unto others as you'd have them do unto thee. Forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Nothing about the modern-day Republican is even remotely in line with the teachings of Jesus, and it's just kind of embarrassing that they get to pretend that they are and that millions of people buy into it. No, they are the party of cruelty and viciousness and greed and absolute power by any means necessary. That's what they're about. I don't really know why the media is not able to state it more clearly, partly because, you know, the media is big corporate media empire, you know, they got to get ratings. So it's a, I suppose for me, there's just a growing impatience that the, the Trump era is still lingering on. You know, the, the foul stench from it is going to linger for quite a while. You got three, three Supreme Court justices confirmed. And basically all three of them basically lied under oath. They were asked very specific questions about Roe versus Wade, and all three of them lied. They said it was definitely the law, and then just a few months later, they're hearing the Texas abortion law, which is blatantly against, you know, contradicts the Roe v. Wade law. You know, it's, it's an oppressive, draconian law. But those Supreme Court justices said, we're willing to hear it. So this is the modern-day Republican Party. You know, they they picked Trump. They said, this guy, this guy running on a fascist platform is our guy. The guy that wants to build a wall, wants to act violently towards people who are different, wants to ban certain people of certain religions from being in this country. Yeah, that guy. That's the guy the Republican Party picked. What did he do as soon as he was president? What's the first bill he signed? A tax bill that lowered the tax rate for wealthy people and corporations. Jeff Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, Elon Musk all became even more wealthy 
over the last several years. Billions and more dollars waterfalling into their portfolios. What did Jeff? What did uh, Elon Musk do with the massive amounts of more money that he was allowed to accumulate over the last several years? He bought a multi-billion-dollar company outright, and he's going to turn it into a private company in his own self-image. Yay! Under the guise of protecting of freedom of speech, the Republican Party is very much about manipulation and kind of nonsense political rhetoric that doesn't really mean anything. And then the party of violence. They're the party of Donald John Trump. They are the organization that picked that guy twice. There has to be some kind of political consequence for that organization for doing something that was so stupid and dangerous and certainly revealed itself to be as such in the aftermath, you know. The Republican Party willingly and knowingly chose that guy, even though many of them knew that he was wrong for the job. They couldn't find anyone else in their ranks to fill the post, even though it was their turn to win. You only get two options, and there had been a Democrat for two terms, so it was the Republicans' turn to be president now in 2016. That's just how it goes. That's how we do it here. You get two options. One organization is in power for a while, now it's the other one's turn. So we gotta we got to find a way to avoid that pendulum shift thing, where it's just the Republicans just take over power now, because the Democrats have been in control for a bit. we got to find a way to avoid that. You know. My Republican friends are going to be like, Democrat, you know, go down this rabbit hole of talking shit about the Democrats as if that has any relevance to voting for the Republicans. You know, like, why are you voting for tax cuts for the wealthy, tax cuts for corporations, and then denying health care as a right and education as a right? Why are you voting for that? Why are you voting for Donald John Trump, the famous con man guy, former game show host, dumbass, tabloid celebrity idiot, to be the president of the United States of America, commander-in-chief of the United States military? Why are you doing that still to this day? After certain information is revealed that he wanted to fire, you know, live weaponry, live ammo on unarmed American citizens because they were exercising their American rights. He he wanted to he wanted to do more than just fire tear gas on them. And that was horrifying enough seeing that. What actually happened was bad enough. He wanted something much worse. People are still going to support him. It's it's sad. It's um, disheartening. But that vocal minority is is a minority, and I feel like they're getting less vocal. They're getting a little bit more timid. They're getting a little bit more cautious about being real open out in the public that they are still to this day a Trump supporter. Hopefully, there is, for lack of a better term, a certain level of shame starting to creep in for those folks that have been on the Trump wagon for many years now. Hopefully, something resembling that, some kind of like whoops, some kind of humility, some kind of 
recognition that Donald John Trump is not a person you should follow. If you're a regular working class person, you try to live the life that he did, has, you're going to end up in jail or dead. Okay? Don't, don't try to emulate him. It's not going to be a good life. He's a pretty wretched, wretched guy. He's in the twilight of his life. He was never that sharp of a dude, but now his cognitive abilities have diminished even further. And he's uh, he's just a shell of a human. You know, it, it, just, it seems like he just has barely any human humanity in him anymore. It's, uh, it's not good. It's what happens to a life when you fully embrace that kind of stuff, fully. And never let go of it. The seven deadly sins. They're called the seven deadly sins for a reason. And not to get too into the religious stuff. It's, I mean, they're, regardless of what religion you're in, if you embrace those seven deadly sins fully and, and just saturate yourself in them for decades, you get Donald John Trump. You, you get a person that's like a shell of a human. You know? He, he looks like a human, but when he listen to him talk and stuff and it's just but people get blinded by the gold and all the glitz and glamour you know he has all that because he was born into it and yes he, he was born with so much that it doesn't really matter how often he fucks up screws up loses an entire fortune he'll always be wealthy he, he'll always be able to give you the perception that he's successful even though he's never really been successful He's always been an idiot, a putz, a schmuck, okay, who inherited $400 million. What's 1% of $400 million? $4 million. You invest $400 million in a 1%, in an annuity earning 1%, then just pay yourself $1 million a year forever. That $1 million a year should be plenty to be a nice little living allowance and to make Various investments of your own from the money that you're getting each month. Yeah, because you can give it so it's monthly installments. Spread out the million over a year. <coughs> earning $4 million a year in interest just at the 1%. So the money earning in interest would more than offset the annuity. The annuity payments would be taxed differently at a lower rate. So yeah, you're... you're salary if you want to call it that your living allowance is a million a year forever that'll be more than enough to cover a very comfortable lifestyle as well as various investments and starting up various business ventures that may or may not make even more money easy peasy yeah you, if you're born with a shit ton of money you do not have to work ever and and uh, donald trump is one of those guys that kind of leaned into it what does he actually do well he wears a suit he goes on TV, plays golf a lot, makes public appearances. His name is on buildings. Again, what does Donald John Trump do? Okay, well, he makes public appearances. He wears a suit every day. He plays golf. He does interviews on Fox News. He's made cameos in various movies and WWE events. He was a game show host. There you go.
That's that's what he is. But he's also a very violent guy. Again, he fully embraced the seven deadly sins. So his own personal quest for power and fame and riches trumps everything else, including the rights of American citizens. So how much longer does it go? You know, how how, how far can the Republican Party get away with this? Because then it's not like he's the only guy in their ranks that's a pretty wretched individual that doesn't really seem to stand for much of anything. You know, the leaders of that organization that picked that guy, they are the ones who picked him. You know, they share his ethos, even if they behind closed doors say otherwise out in public. They're fully standing behind him still, many of them to this day. Do they start speaking out now that revelations are revealed, the revelations of him desiring to fire live ammo on American citizens? They'll probably find some way to snake out of it and to not actually to not actually condone it, but to not actually be crit- critical of Trump in any way. The sorry state of affairs. Because what it is, it's like it's fully out in the open. you got a mass of people, tens of millions of them, who are getting their information, learning about the world and what's going on in the world, purely and solely, 100% from Fox News. That's it. That they, be, they believe what Fox News is telling them is actually the news, purely and solely, without... Like, they literally don't think that they're sending actual punditry, opinionated stuff that's not even based on actual information. They don't under... There's many people watching Fox News that think that Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingram, and Sean Hannity are journalists. They actually think that. And they'll make decisions and vote based off of what those three tell them to do. This is what's going on. It is a situation. Yes, millions of people are getting their information, learning about the world, and making voting decisions based off of what Fox News is telling them to do. What is Fox News telling them to do? Vote Republican. Yep. And unfortunately, millions of Americans have bought into it and have decided that yes, wealthy people need more money No, we the people of the United States of America doing all the work don't need access to a hospital. No, we don't need access to a school. You know, we don't need these things. What's most important is that the wealthy people get more money. What's also most important is that certain medical procedures are banned. What's also most important is that certain types of plants are considered illegal. And if you're caught growing them, selling them, or possessing them in certain parts of the country, you should face strict penalties, even if you're using said plant for medicinal reasons. Yes, that's the Republican Party. Republican Party is the organization that nominated a person who encourages violence towards American citizens if they disagree with the president's message and are openly speaking out against it. That is what they are. Again, nothing I just stated there is an opinion. That is what the Republican Party is in its modern form. Cut taxes for the wealthy. Cut taxes for corporations. Deny health care as a right. Deny education as a right. And at the same time that you're denying health care as a right, 
spend massive amounts of money sort of regulating very specific types of medical procedures. Now again, doing that is so cumbersome and illogical and stupid that it will be basically a case-by-case -case type of thing. Certain people will be allowed to get abortions, others will not. So this, the main purpose of the anti-abortion law is to suppress women, very specifically poor women, and even more specifically poor minority women. That's the purpose of the law. It's to make their lives more difficult. Rich white women in Texas will still be allowed to get an abortion. Of course, obviously, 100%. We all know that to be the case. That's how it goes. The purpose of the law is suppression. It's not pro-life. I'm not, I'm not really sure how the anti-abortion crowd gets away with saying they're pro-life when they're also anti-healthcare as a right and anti-education as a right, anti-universal basic income, anti-child care as a right. How is any of that pro-life? It doesn't even make any sense, you know? Then they're just going to start yabbering about life begins at conception, you know, as if... So that justifies the government punishing and suppressing women and dictating... Having a very meddling kind of involvement in a woman's health care and what's going on very specifically inside of her body. This is the Republican Party. This is what they are in their modern form. The modern-day Republican Party is not Dwight D. Eisenhower, Abraham Lincoln. Uh, no. I don't even know how they get to pretend that that's what they are still. No, they're, they're Donald Trump, Mitch McConnell, Ted Cruz, Josh Hawley, Ted Gozar, Ted Gomer, Ted Cruz, Lindsey Graham, Ron DeSantis, Matt Gates, Marco Rubio. That's the Republican Party. That wealthy white guys who don't really seem to care about much except preserving their own power. And millions of people are going to vote for them because it makes a certain percentage of the population angry. And they get a certain glee out of it, I guess. Do their lives get better? No. So it's, I guess it's just like... Enjoy the small stuff, I guess. You're happy because your so-called enemy, a fellow American who's your neighbor, but just has different political ideology to you, is upset. So, so that's the win. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't really make much sense to me. I like the idea that whatever your religion, your political ideology, race, ethnicity, culture, if you get sick, you can just go to a doctor and get healed and be on your way. Like, why not? What, what, what is the objection, again, to healthcare as a right? Meaning... We directly fund hospitals and, you know, professional medical staff to staff hospitals to take care of our population when we get sick. That's how you do universal health care. You directly fund hospitals and healthcare clinics, including optometry and dentists and all that kind of stuff. You directly fund it. That's it. That's, that's how you do it. What about Medicare, Medicaid, you want to pay for tax health insurance? Go ahead. It's your money. It's a capitalist society. 
Just because we have health care as a right and education as a right doesn't mean you can't spend your money as freely as you want and can't doesn't mean you can't earn as much as you want. Why would that? It doesn't even make any sense. Just hospitals and schools, folks. And, you know, certain basic stuff that we're already doing that's publicly funded. You know, the FFA, the, you know, the interstate freeway system and all that kind of stuff, you know. There's lots of stuff that's just more practical to do publicly funded. We added hospitals and schools to the list. It would certainly reduce costs dramatically. Huge portions of cost of healthcare goes to fund the profit margins of big, massive, multi-billion-dollar corporations called health insurance companies. Why is healthcare not a right? Well, because the Republican Party was very concerned about those types of entities. How do those types of entities retain a profit if healthcare is a right? How indeed? And the problem was that both sides got a little wishy-washy. The Republican Party made it very clear that their primary concern when it came to the universal health care debate was the health insurance companies. That was their first and foremost thing. Health insurance, health insurance, health insurance. That, that's immediately where their mind went. Like, those companies are going to immediately become irrelevant if health care is a right. Like, you wouldn't need them. You, the person, the consumer, spending your money at a business called Blue Cross Blue Shield, the business the for-profit corporation called Blue Cross Blue Shield, you may decide as a customer of that company to not spend money with them anymore. Republican Party is extremely concerned about that. Hence, healthcare is not a right. The CEOs of big, massive, multi-billion dollar health insurance companies do very, very well. And a lot of those CEOs give lots of money to Republican candidates, and sometimes Democratic candidates too, called corporate Democrats. There's many corporate Democrats that are on the same page as many Republicans when it comes to health care. Their primary concern is health insurance. How do those entities, those for-profit businesses, retain a profit if hospitals are a right? In other words, when you get sick and you need to go to a doctor, you do not get a hospital bill. How do those companies that have been charging you a fee for the right to go to a doctor, and then you still have to pay more money, how do those companies retain a profit if you're not getting a bill anymore? What would you be paying them for? Now, they're not going to automatically cancel your policy just because healthcare becomes a right. You know, they're going to... In fact, what they're going to probably try to do is send you all kinds of marketing and stuff and saying that the, the, the new law doesn't really... And they might try to scare you into continuing to give them money every month because, you know, they, they like money. It's a business. They're trying to return, you know, earn a profit so that they can pay out dividends to the shareholders and bonuses to the exec. That's the purpose of that entity existing. What sector of the economy it's in is irrelevant. You know, so it's a particular sector of the economy that exists purely and solely because a certain basic human right does not exist in this country for whatever reason. Even though we have plenty of, we're a fully industrialized country and we could easily afford said thing, hospitals and, and schools, we can certainly have plenty of money to fund those things directly. 
so that when our citizens get sick, they can get healed and get back to work. When they want to get more education, they can go and get it. The objection to, objections to that kind of mindset, we should have hospitals and schools, are flabby. The objections to it, they're flabby and weak. Because they'll just start blabbering about socialism. Do you really think all of us are as stupid as the people watching Fox News every day, Republicans? Come on now. Socialism is where every single thing is publicly funded and every single person makes the exact same amount of money. Okay? I know you got a bunch of folks that are really buying your BS, but most of us do not. Okay? And call me naively optimistic, but I, I think there's a decent chunk of the folks who've been holding on to the Trump thing for a while that are starting to kind of have some questions. That doesn't mean they're going to flock to the Democrats, and that's fine. But I think the Republican Party's stranglehold on a certain percentage of the population is, is weakening. I think they pushed it too far. Call me naively optimistic. It's just a way of framing what it is that they really are. You know, they, they have a couple of their members who are willing to inv investigate what happened on January 6, 2021, when Donald Trump, at a rally in D.C., you know, encouraged his followers to go to the Capitol, to invade the Capitol, and he said he'd go there right with them. He ended up just watching it all on TV and doing nothing while they stormed the Capitol, caused violence, crimes were committed. He said he'd be there right with them, but he, but he wasn't. Two Republicans look, agreed to be on the January 6th committee to look into that, to investigate. And they've th uncovered quite a bit of information that should give any person pause about supporting Trump any further. You know, Because they were willing to do that, to look into the truth, Republican Party leadership censured both of them. This is the modern-day Republican Party. If you're willing to speak out against the famous con man known as Donald John Trump, tabloid celebrity guy, famous again for bankrupting six different companies, cheating on his wives, being racist, sexist, and stupid, a cameo in Home Alone 2, guest appearances on WWE events and the Howard Stern Show, and then becoming a game show host in the early 2000s, that guy is what they're about. He does represent their values. That guy, as President of the United States, abused his power, attempted to extort political favors, gossip, really, from a foreign ally that was under attack from Russia, and he got caught doing it. And the Republican Party was unwilling to have him pay any kind of consequences. They admitted that he abused his power and they wanted to give him a promotion anyway. This is the modern-day Republican Party. How long can they get away with holding on to old connections to long-gone long Republicans from the past? Dwight D. Eisenhower, Abraham Lincoln, those are the ones that they, especially Lincoln, or the party of Lincoln, in name only. There ain't no, any modern-day Republican Party members that have any 
similarities to Abraham Lincoln. It's embarrassing that they try to pretend that they're in line with him. Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, it, it's embarrassing, you know? They're not Abraham Lincoln. Far from it. And it's embarrassing when they try to, like, pretend that they have some affiliation with the guy because the organization that they're a member of is the same name as the one that he was. It's like... So hopefully more options get presented. Hopefully, man. Hopefully more options for those conservative folks, which, uh, frankly, I'm... That all my friends always call me like a hippie and a libtard and all that kind of stuff, but it's like I'm a working class person, man, and you know I work for my money. I don't have a. That's how I get more money. I just work more, you know. So it's like I don't really know what the heck they're talking about. I was also raised in the church, so the ideas of like empathy, caring for others, delivering not from temptation but delivering from evil, kind of stuff. Help feed the hungry. Cure the cure the unclothed, or clothe the unclothed, cure the sick. It's kind of real basic concepts. It's real basic. And it's like it's so basic that it's almost boring. So people that, like, listen to that message every single day for decades after decades, they get, they get bored with it. So they start digging through the minutia. And then they get, they get, like, stuck on the minutia. You know? They read one particular verse in that big old massive book. And they're like, they decide to, you know, base everything on that. Well, it says here, even though this other parts are kind of like the abortion thing. People that have based their entire faith as a Christian on abortion should be illegal. It's just like, that's your summation of Christianity? That the government should punish women who are attempting to get an abortion? Or anyone that helps them and aids and assists. Because that's murdering babies. That's that's it. That's that's it. That That's your summation. And that's also like what news is going to allow people to say that that's what that is. Like, it's a big book. It's very popular. It's been read around the world for, you know, millennium now. You know, like, that's not what the book's about. You know, like, that's not what it says. You can quote that one specific verse over and over and over and over and over again until you're blue in the face. I'll just go with the random approach, you know? Just have my eyes closed and just kind of flutter through it random and then fall upon a verse. It may not have something specifically to do with, but that's just it. You'll have something else to do that maybe, you know, what's this saying? If it doesn't, if it's more of a story of something else, you find another little spot. Maybe get out of the Old Testament for a bit. Stick with more of the, if you're calling yourself a Christian, that means you're a follower of Jesus, so read more of his, you know, tes- the testimonies according to uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Maybe maybe delve more into those. And, uh, you know, read scriptures based, based more upon what it is thought that he said it, presentations, you know, and, and uh, preachings, sermons throughout his short life, short adult life. Oh, obviously. The, for me, it's like right in the book, it kind of says to kind of 
it, it, it almost like, it, there's almost like a warning in the book that like, you know, humans are sinful. This book is written by humans. But, you know, find the common themes, you know, maybe, maybe no, so don't get too bogged down in the minutia, you know, but try to, try to maybe take a step back, absorb the entirety of it. What are the kind of recurring themes over and over and over again, you know? But a lot of people, it's just that that real basic stuff. Forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Deliver me not from temptation, but deliver me from evil. Do unto others as you'd have them do unto thee. Those real basic kind of things. It's like they get boring to people and they get tired of hearing it over and over and over again. So they have to kind of delve into other stuff and find other things to get to. And these are their personal decisions you know a person that's like pro anti-abortion law that's going to punish women they're not doing that because god told them to that's what they're claiming but that that's not what the bible says it doesn't say thou shall support anti-abortion laws nope sorry that's not that's not what it says no i know you think it does but it's like you miss something where's the empathy it's just not there. It, it, it isn't, you know. It's more just that out of sight, out of mind thing. Someone you don't know, you, you feel good knowing that they can't do this thing that you're uncomfortable with. This person that you're never going to meet, most likely. This procedure that you're uncomfortable with, that you yourself are never going to get. So... You can feel good knowing that they can't get it. And and you can skip gleefully in the streets because you're saving babies. But there is no baby yet. Abortion or not, that woman who can't have a baby yet, can't have a baby yet. She needs to access that procedure... But you're gleeful because she can't now, or she'll face some kind of consequences if she does do it, or something. You know, she finds someone that's able to do it, because it's knowledge. That's kind of the other elephant in the room. Abortion is a procedure that people know how to do, and there's many people that have trained how to do it and have the equipment to do it. So, you can't ban knowledge. You can try. You can pick and choose who you want to, like, enforce said law on. So, again, the purpose of the anti-abortion law is to suppress women. Oppress women. That's its purpose. That's what it does. It doesn't save babies. Sorry. Healthcare helps save babies. Edu you know, education as a right. Giving those babies that grow up to be children and then grow up to be adults, like as they're entering adulthood, they can go off to college even if their parents are poor. That certainly is pro-life. Oh, yeah. A free education, quality education, higher education, it helps you a bunch. I would be struggling in this world even more than I am now if I didn't have a bachelor's degree. I don't make tons of money, but being able to associate with fellow aspiring, you know, People who wanted to get a higher education and weren't just comfortable with a high school education. When those are your peers for several years, and then you look at how their careers are going, you know. It, you know, Some of those people are the very people that are going to become representing my interest on the state and federal level someday. 
and I knew them in school. You know, it, it enhances your perspective in a wide variety of ways. The, 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 the experience of college is priceless, and that's, that's really the thing. It's priceless. It's beyond a monetary value. So because it is, we charge a lot of money for it because it's priceless. You know, it's an experience. It's knowledge. What is the value of knowledge? It's priceless. <laughs> it, it, it's beyond a monetary value. You almost can't even put a true monetary value on it, so that's what we do. We, we, we put a massive value on it and charge massive amounts of money that certain people can yield the bulk of the revenue from you know you got to pay to go to college you know it's only recent that uh, you know pro athlete or college athletes have name image and likeness <clears throat> stuff going on but prior to that there was massive amounts of money being brought in through college athletes who, who have to pay to go to school or they get a scholarship they get to go to school for free but they can't turn in any money, but their sport they're competing in brings in massive amounts of money that goes to other people who are not going to school and, and playing said sport, you know. So it's it's a lot of things going on, you know. It it, it it's the full sheer volume and scope of an organization that is questing for power. And a redefining of what the republic is. The republic should be, in their minds, preserving and protecting the interests of the most affluent and most powerful already. If it means making life more difficult for the masses, so be it. They're perfectly okay with that. What's, what matters most is that the Dow Jones Industrial Average goes up, that the wealthy billionaires have more billions to accumulate. That's what they're concerned with. That is what they have done. And if they need to pass draconian laws that are going to make, you know, the working class folk who's, who voted for them continue to vote for them, well, they're willing to do that too. If that's going to keep you on board with the Republican Party, they're going to make abortion illegal now, so that's going to get you to vote for them somehow. You know, That's going to make your life better somehow. That'll get you to vote for them, and then, you know, once they have even more power, they're going to do even more, you know, shimming with the uh, economy to make it even more beneficial to the wealthy and big massive corporations, because that is their focus. And they're going to start acting even more violently towards those who uh, object to what's going on. They did indeed pick Donald John Trump who did indeed want to have active-duty U.S. military personnel fire upon American citizens because they were exercising their basic human rights. Why? Because he's a very thin-skinned man, can't face any criticism. He's a weak, arrogant, incompetent, stupid person with no ethical or moral compass of any kind, but somehow, some way, was able to convince millions of people that he was going to be their savior if you will they got duped and they got duped bad and uh, hopefully it comes to an end soon and people start embracing more positive values 
and uh, hopefully more more people that have you know maybe been standing on the sideline more start speaking out more. You know, it's it's a precarious time. The, again, the stench from the Trump era is going to linger for a generation at least, or two. Three Supreme Court justices are going to be serving for the rest of their life on the Supreme Court, who got picked by Donald effing Trump. That effing guy, man. It's amazing. It's just, you know. And our, our country can only take so many Donald John Trumps, because uh, there's more of them coming. And they are more ambitious and more intelligent and so therefore even more calculating and manipulative than Donald John Trump. They, you know, the ones, the Republican candidates that are running a campaign on Trump won the 2020 election, they're leaning into it heavy. You know, they are what they are. What are they going to do with their power? Anything that benefits them. They're, you know, they're not going to create laws that are going to benefit people. Any candidate that's running a campaign on a lie they're leaning into it. They're going to say to you what you want them to say, and then they're going to make laws that benefit them and other wealthy people like them. That's it. No, you're not going to have access to a hospital any easier or an education any easier. No, surviving in this world is not going to be any easier. No, sorry. That's not what they're going to be doing with their power. And they're And again, they're leaning into it. They're not even going to try to attempt to get regular people to vote for them. The only shot they got is the Fox News full-on MAGA crowd. That's it. That's what they got. And there's certain parts of the country where they got such a stranglehold that, yeah, if you're... That's what you got to do. You got to... MAGAs, they're the ones that decide who, who the leader is in those particular areas, you know? So it's... Um, yeah, it's a tough situation, and hopefully more options get presented. Hopefully more people start turning off Fox News. Just turn it off. Just turn it off. Your mind starts drifting to, like, complaining about MSNBC, CNN, just, just turn off Fox News. I didn't tell you to turn on anything different. I didn't recommend a different one yet or anything. Just... And also turn off Sinclair Broadcasting. They own tons of locally news local news stations throughout the country and they are also a propaganda station it may have your so your local station may have the same name as it had before like como news out of seattle washington is now a sinclair broadcasting station you'll see it it used to be fisher broadcasting this was a locally owned and operated and it would say that on the thing but it's not anymore my parents still watch Como News, and it's weird how their politics has gotten more radicalized over the last several years, ever since Sinclair Broadcasting bought Como News 4 in Seattle. You know, you got to turn that stuff off. What's your alternative? What's what's the seek it out? Just Google. Well, well, there are like, you know, unbiased media things that can can kind of. Like, if you want something that's a little right of center, there's ones that are kind of that. There's ones that are kind of graded more moderate. There's ones that are a little slightly left of center. I choose to kind of eat from the entire palette, not too much from the Fox News ones, unless it's like a clip from a comedy show or something, and they're just kind of making fun of Fox News and the absurd shit that they say on there. 
but uh, you know, I would recommend that. Just turn off Fox News and then Google like. Uh, let's see what would be a good Google search. Something with different media sources, ranks of uh, biasness in media, or something like that. Because um, there are different you know, kind of like grades of uh, level of biases among various media outlets. Some are very much right or left. You know, they're very much skewing things in a very particular direction. And some unapologetically so. Like, I, I love watching Young Turks a lot because they're unapologetically progressive, or just as Democrat. They're, they're very unapologetically pro-healthcare should be right, pro-education should be right type stuff. Like, these should should be things. They shouldn't really be these weird little, whatever, the, the kind of weird rhetoric that the Republican leadership tries to use for such basic, no-duh kind of stuff. We should have hospitals and schools. You know. Yeah, we, we should. And the way I'm phrasing it right now is different than the way that the people in Young Turks phrase it. I'm using my own terminology and stuff. Some of the stuff is similar, but it's... But a lot of also what forms my ideas on, my thoughts on, you know, healthcare should be right, education should be right, is rooted in going to church every Sunday as a kid. That kind of real basic stuff of how to be a decent human. These are not concepts that the modern day Republican Party truly buys into, yet they get to claim that they are the party of Christian values. When they're not. They're just not. Now, that doesn't mean that the Democrat Party is, though, either, or something. You know, I understand that that's what you've been trained to believe. I'm being critical of the Republican Party. Therefore, I must be a Democrat. No, 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 no I'm sorry. That's incorrect. That's incorrect. And, and, and I know me saying that is either making you mad and confused at the same time or something. It, 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 I understand. Okay, I'm very anti-Republican Party in its modern form. That does not mean I'm a Democrat, though. And I get that that might be confusing to you. Because you have only been presented two options. These are your two. The main reason you vote for the one is because you've been told the other one is awful. And I'm kind of doing a similar thing now. I get it. But I'm not necessarily encouraging you to vote Democrat. You know, Fox News, that's what they do. They bemoan the Democrats and then they say, vote Republican. You know, who you vote for instead of the Republican, we'll start seeking it out. We, we need more options. That's that's more the deal. And for me as a progressive, pro-healthcare is a right, pro-education is a right. I don't really see why those concepts can't be on a conservative side, too. They're, they're, they're totally pro-republic. You know, they help the stability of the republic as a whole, certainly. You know, they seem like a pretty basic kind of thing. The people who get sick, when they get sick, they should be able to get healed so they can get back to work and continue to participate in the economy and all that. Why not? What is the objection to that? And it shouldn't really matter what your political ideology is necessarily. That should be more, well, how do we fund it? What's the specific, you know, the Republican is going to be less on like specific taxes and stuff or whatever. Maybe, I don't know how, what they're funding choice would be 
but I'm sure there's some that actually have some ideas on how do you fund hospitals and schools, a necessary thing for a first world industrialized nation. You, you got to have hospitals and schools. They're, they're a necessity, a need. Okay, people need those things. They shouldn't have to go into debt for the rest of their life to be able to access those. And it shouldn't really matter. Also, again, whether you have a D or an R next to your name, whether or not we have hospitals or schools. You know, it should just be a part of our society that we have those and people can access them. Again, whether or not health insurance companies are able to retain a profit should really be irrelevant as far as the government's discussion of the matter. How do we fund hospitals and schools directly? Easily, really. <laughs> Plenty of money that's being raised in this economy and huge portions of it that go directly to the top people. So, you know, wealth taxes, estate taxes, and marginal taxes. Yes, yes, yes. No, it doesn't make those people poor. No, it's not a punishment of success. Yes, those people are still extravagantly wealthy, even if they pay all three of those taxes. And yes, the money does raise plenty of funds to help cover the cost of hospitals and schools. Yes, it does increase productivity. Yes, it does increase the viability of more small businesses. Yes, it does increase the viability of a universal basic income option. Yes, it does increase the uh, health and prosperity of many Americans. Yes, it does increase the percentage of Americans who are college educated, feeling healthy and working in a job that they like. Why is the Republican Party against such things? And why are you voting for them if they are against such things? So, hopefully everyone's uh, doing the best. Stay safe out there. Having a good time. Trying to make sense of this crazy world. Make sure you register to vote. And again, when you vote, be leery of the ones with R's next to the name, unless they're truly explaining themselves as to why they still have that R next to the name. But don't just jump to the ones with D's next to the name either. Vote for candidates that are pro-healthcare as a right, education as a right, and ideally even a universal basic income. Vote for candidates that are pro those kind of basic things. And also obviously vote for candidates that are not going to condone violence towards the citizens for exercising their basic human rights. Vote for candidates that have empathy for other humans. And are not purely focused on, their, focused on their own political ambitions. Make sure you vote for candidates that are genuinely concerned about the people. Not just the ones that share their ideology, but all the people that are in the district or state that they're representing. You know? Don't vote for candidates that are running on a lie. So do not vote for candidates that are running on a campaign of... Donald Trump won the 2020 election. What that candidate is doing is they are basically saying, I am willing to manipulate you. Okay. You, you have proclaimed yourself to be a, a sheepish person that will go along with just about anything. And there's an ambitious political person who's willing to take advantage of that. Don't vote for that person. You, you have that choice, that vote for a reason. It's sacred. Don't just hand it over to some asshole because he wants absolute power. Don't do it. Okay? Stay safe out there. God bless. This is Gary. Thinking out loud.